This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hi, this is Sean King. And Larry King. And we want to invite you to download our new podcast, Back and Forth with Sean and Larry. Once a week, you'll get a first-hand look at what it's like to be me and to live with <laughs> her. Oh, yeah. And you'll see what it's like to live with <laughs> him. We'll also talk to celebrities and newsmakers to see what they're up to. Don't miss it. Download Back and Forth with Sean and Larry King every Thursday at podcastone.com. That's podcast, O-N-E dot com. Hello, my little Nilla wafers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here, plus a special guest. Hello, Gary. Hey, Allison. Hello, Matt. What up? Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Chris. Oh, oh. Hello, Kaylin. Hello. And welcome to the show, Randy Lawson. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me here. It's exciting to have you. She's been a longtime listener, and she's an amazing graphic designer, and she has helped out Gary and me with stuff, including she did the artwork for our uh, live from the L.A. Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, first one, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And, oh, Gary was throwing me off track. Sorry, I was incorrect. I was trying to help, and I thought she did the second one. That, nope, she did the first one. You're right. Which is um, one of my favorites. It's possibly my favorite thing that has my picture in it. And she did, is that why you're holding this up, Kaylin? Yeah, I figured I'd show you guys. Very nice. And she did a piece of art that Kaylin, descri- describe it, Kaylin. Oh, geez, hold on. Um, it's a robot. Yeah, it's a robot. It's kind of like R2D2 if he's more circular, I'd say. With a more feet. circular <laughs> R2D2. <laughs> got some did you just call that on. robot fat? <laughs> it's a little chunky. And and um, a, a bit of art that I've used as the image to go with the blog post for the show, which is like a best friend necklace, broken half. This is Allison Rosen's new best friend, and she made me a little print of that. So I'm which, really glad you like it. I love it. Yay. And so you're a big – and and the, my very first episode with Doug Benson, I've got to get – get uh i've got to stop saying and twice apparently i can only if i say it once i have to say it again i just remembered my first episode with doug benson you called in didn't you i did what was do you remember what your question was i do because it it meant a lot to me i just gotten promoted at my job and i work i'm the lone lady in a creative team of dudes so i called in asking for your advice since that's so much of what you do how and and how's it go are you still there i'm still there how is it do they respect you they do I've kind of worked my way into the little sister of the group kind of role, so... I feel like the, that's kind of what I am on the Anna Corolla show. Right. So I don't get objectified or anything. They're really cool with me, and I think you, you gave me some great advice. Well, thank you very thank you. much. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see. To Chris's, to Chris's intro, can I let you guys know that I got barked at no less than like five times in San Antonio? That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was surreal. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people will come up and, to me and say how much they like the show and how much they like the Thursday show. And then I would say, that's Gary. And they'd say, I know. I barked at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chris has a mustache. This whole thing? Uh, 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 yeah, I do. I, I grow my mustache for uh, 
a wedding I went to. All the groomsmen shaved. Well, I just had to shave my beard off, which is great. But everyone else has been growing their scum stashes like for the last month. The what? Scum stash. All right. That's um, two different pronunciations in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> go ahead. What was the other one? M- moustache? Something like that? <laughs> my moustache. There you go. Moustache. <laughs> Um, I know, so I'm surprised you recognize me because I look a lot more distinguished now. Uh, but thank you for bringing that up. It won't last long, so enjoy it. But wait, you were saying that everyone else spent about a month. How long did it take you? Well, What's I had a beard. I, I looked like Matt. Oh, oh, you just removed the bottom yeah, portion. So I just, Interesting. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah. See, now if I just have a mustache, I very much resemble Mario in the... Of course, classic film Super Mario Brothers starring Bob Hoskins. So I, I stick with the beard. I can't do just mustache only. Yeah, and now, now I'm trying to think, should I incorporate into a Halloween costume? Like, what characters have a mustache? A Does- mustache? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing it on purpose, aren't you? The only one that comes to mind, and I, I'm not even sure if it is necessarily, is Pedro from uh, the Napoleon Dynamite movies. Oh. I do I do change race. When I grew, when I have the mustache, I yeah. do, I turn Mexican. I didn't. Yes, yeah. I felt uncomfortable saying it for some reason on the Adam Carolla show when Wait, they what were. You, what were you I was gonna say? say you look like someone who would serve nachos. Oh, serve you look like nachos. the hell she's saying. <laughs> maybe on, I, maybe I should have felt uncomfortable. Uh, so offended. <laughs> right I'm insulted. But we were. What happened on the Adam Carolla show? We were saying, oh, you look like someone who would do this or someone who would do this, right? Yeah, I think pedophile was the first one. Mm. I so thought it was, was someone who took a dick pic. Isn't that what it was? Yes. Right. Oh. Yeah, that. Do you guys even listen to the show? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just barely. All I'm saying is what I was trying to say wasn't offensive. It was, I mean, maybe it was. You know what? I've lost my train of thought. (laughs) I suppose it was offensive. I mentioned it as a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I've never done the mustache before, so it, uh, it's interesting. Like, I forget I have it, and then I see all of you looking at me in this way. And reminds me. In what way? Special. <laughs> and I'll always see you this way. Right. Oh, yeah. She right. only ever will. I know. Now. Of course, it's the first time I meet Randy, and, and this is what I look like. <laughs> I had to explain her. This is not usually what I look like. But this is Chris at his you most distinguished. So I feel, I feel like Randy is getting a pretty good side of this mm-hmm. deal. I feel underdressed for my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I should be wearing a tux or something. But yeah, here I am wearing shorts. Shorts and a stash. Yeah. You should try it. Just I, again, I guess I could. You, you sh- no, you you should. The only times I've ever had a mustache have been for the f- five or so minutes after I've decided to shave my beard. I'm going to be clean shaven, and like I kind of do a little piece at a time, make funny faces at the mirror, just at myself. Like I've seen myself with a mustache more than anybody else. What kind then, of funny faces do you make? Uh, <laughs> Kissy face. Yeah. Duck face. No, it's like not so much the facial expressions as it is the way that you can shave the mustache and beard as it's kind of coming off. Well, you know what I'm saying? So like, you can do the mutton chops mm. or, you yeah, know. Yeah, you can have fun with it. You can do the, I'm going to call it the Charlie Chaplin and be a little more politically correct than some of these other people in the room tonight. Do I you, think you, you do that with your mustache? Right? Do, you yeah, talk to yourself, do you talk to yourself in the Blanche voice and say you look really cute and stuff like that? <laughs> no, but you know, if I do it this time, maybe I will. A lot of people enjoyed Blanche. Randy, um, do you know about Blanche? This is Matt's older woman. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Busy. Your, oh, older, your older woman alter ego? Supposedly, <laughs> yes. Being on the seat. <laughs> or when people pee on the seat. Yeah. Right. I've had a, I've only had a mustache one other time. It was in eighth grade when I was, I was that awkward kid who didn't know it was time to shave yet. So I look back at pictures of my my eighth grade graduation, and and I was like, oh, that's why I couldn't get a girlfriend. I'm sure there are plenty of other reasons, too, but that was one of them. 
I just realized that this is sort of like the reverse of what was happening a couple weeks on the show when you guys were doing like girl talk right. and talking about stuff and we were, as the guys, kind of checking chat. out of it. Gal chat. I know. I have checked like, out. We're doing like I'm mustache thinking, talk well, you now. Really do... Ours is a lot less gross. Yeah. What? Ours wasn't. We Ours talking, wasn't we gross. Nails, shower caps. Oh, yeah. I'm confusing. No, when Stop I talk about my, listen, when I talk about my. <laughs> <laughs> you really know tonight's not going to be my mask. When I talk about my period, that's not gal chat. That's just the show. Right. When, when, when <laughs> Jenna and I talk about our nails <laughs> and shower caps, which that's by the way I have an update, that's Wait, gal chat. But how do periods fall into it? Is that not gal chat too? No, that's, that's just, just the show. show. Yeah. <laughs> that's just regular. That's content. That's Allison's your new best friend. Thank yeah. you. So anyway, I do have a very important game-changing update about shower caps. Randy, do you ever use a shower cap? I do once in a while. It's good not to wash your hair every day. Right. So what do you do when on a day when you're not washing it, though? Well, I usually just kind of try to clip it back and kind of dodge the water. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you you... You're a little ahead of me in this because I thought that the way to preserve your hair was to wear a shower cap. So then I I was like, there's got to be a better way than this one that I have. So I Googled and I overpaid for a shower cap that is very tight and is supposed to block all the water. And I was like, my hair is still limp. So then what I did was I just wrapped my hair the next time. I just wrapped my hair in a towel. So then I'm wearing the whole the towel turban in the shower. But I got out and my hair wasn't limp and was so much better and I was like this whole time I've been going the wrong way with trying to strangle the life and the air out of my hair when really it's just that's what's making it limp the shower cap so you ha- but you wore the whole towel was I it did. a big towel or a small towel that would be heavy it's like a balancing act it was it wasn't a bath sheet I don't think okay. which is the <laughs> biggest one but it also wasn't just a hand towel which right. you can't wrap around your head right. it was that bigger it was the medium size okay I might try that. Yeah, I would recommend too. it. That's great because if I when I do my method, a lot of times my hair will get frizzy in because it gets hot in the shower. That's the and, problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there is no perfect solution, but for me, this was a little bit closer to good. What about a shower cap that's towel on the inside? Well, the expensive Ooh. one I got is, oh. but it's still nope. It, it yeah. smushes your hair down too close to your scalp, and mm-hmm. then it's just limp and, and it's at least no the weird good. crease. Yes, on your like forehead. A little, look, look what happened, Matt. We've oh, taken yeah, it no. back. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Is that from that faker on the Adam Carolla show? That's Chris. I'm not. Oh, really? I'd like, to, I'd like it to be known that if any bald Brian drops or play that offend him, that's not me. Wait, did you play that or did you just make that sound? No, I played it. <laughs> I think that guy was faking, though. I thought that was a dag snore. That oh, that was it? that drop was a dag snore, yeah. but she's oh. talking about for those listening on on Adam's show. Yeah, I think that was. Couple oh, shows that ago, guy was. There's yeah. a guy who was actually just snoring on the line. Right, right, right. Yes, that but then when Adam put him back on the line without telling him he was back on the line, it was silent. Yeah. Hence, <laughs> what a faker. Brilliant. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, seriously, that whole that whole shower cap conversation. All I could think about was, yep, that's like totally reverse of mustache talk. Just totally checked out. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Guilty of it as well. I could tell. They like the mustache talk. Did we? How could you not? <laughs> you know what no one likes? You trying to come up with like 13 different ways to pronounce that word. <laughs> I feel like he gave up on the last one. I did. He said it regular. Was there a no, little No, there flare? was a little something in there. It wasn't, he wasn't trying to be cute about it, but he like put a weird emphasis on the, on the end of it. Mustache? <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Moving on. All right. So what's going on with um, Meet the Mormons? Um, it came out on Friday, and as of now, I think it's grossed probably probably close to $4 million by now, nice. which was pretty oh. crazy. Thank you. Mazel tov. Should I not say that about Meet the Mormons? <laughs> no, you totally can. I, the movie, it kind of got panned by some major critics uh, because they essentially just wanted a different movie. This movie was like not supposed to be a movie about Mormon doctrine. It was just an introduction to show what Mormons are like, who we are, how we live our lives, how our faith has influenced us on like a regular basis. <clears throat> I'm the narrator, so it's not really my life story or anything. But um, I think it did really well, and I've, it's been really fun. Hollywood Reporter was trying to insult me, I think, but they said that I was endlessly perky and <laughs> that I, I was a G-rated Amy Schumer. So... Nice try. I, 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 I thought it was Wait, a compliment. Yeah, it's an amazing like compliment. Where's the right? insult in there? I don't know. Like it was funny because their whole review was very snarky and critical. But then they were like half the time I'm like, you guys in a roundabout way are actually being pretty nice about it. They're like, well, they didn't talk about any Mormon doctrine or any of the controversies that surround the church. All they did was talk about good people who believe in something. And you're like, oh. Well, that's, <laughs> sounds, still, that's, sounds pretty great. That's pretty right. Yeah. yeah. But then they went on to say, you know, whatever. We didn't like it that much. But then, yeah. So I felt like it was a great compliment. I'm happy to be endlessly perky and a G-rated Amy Schumer. Yeah, Maybe I mean, PG, I, but. I feel like that quote could go on your bio or something. I, I thought so, too. Yeah. So I was pretty happy about that. And then um, I got to meet all the, like, Mormon celebrities. I met Shay Carl. I, I talked to him about AFE. First of all, you're burying the lead. I saw you with, what, Mitt Romney and a few. There were a few huge names you were yeah, with, right? Yeah, I had. I met Mitt Romney and talked to him for a while, which was cool. I met him before the, like, he came to the premiere, and I met him before, just shook his hand and said hi. And then after the movie, because he stayed and watched it, which we did not expect. And it was really weird. He was, like, a few rows behind me watching it. So every once in a while, I would turn around, and he would just, like, he was, like, leaning back in his chair, chewing on popcorn, just kind of, like, chilling out. And That's it was, how I always picture him watching movies. Yeah, <laughs> Mitt is a relaxed name. Yeah. Right? It was very interesting. So then afterward, he talked to me for a while, because... There's a couple of scenes in the beginning where I'm, like, walking through Times Square and there's, like, a bus passing me. And I'm, like, totally not acknowledging that there's, like, all this chaos around. And so he wanted to talk to me about how many times it took me to do that right and how many times people ruined it. So that was kind of cool because we had small chat. Um, you know, just like. <laughs> right. It was weird. And then David Archuleta and I had a long conversation about life, which was also really weird. Is he and actually your friend? We've met a few times now, so I feel like we're friends. He's American Idol? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he sang a song for the movie. Yeah, because you tweeted with my friend, and I'm like, what, what level of friend are we talking about? Well, here? he knew who I was Whoa. before I nice. met him, which was kind of cool. And then, like, we, we took a bunch of selfies on his cell phone because he wanted them. I didn't have my phone with me. Oh, so I feel hot. like, you know, friends, right? Absolutely. And we were at a party together. Yeah. I don't know. Did you meet his dad? No, his dad's never around. I met his mom, though. Oh, weird. Yeah. Dad, I think he, there, he's out of the picture. Oh, How do you know about his parents? Because when he was in American Idol, he had oh. this, that stage dad, I yeah. think. Like, he was really, really pushing him. Yeah, gotcha. I've, there was a lot of scandal around his dad. And I think he's kind of out of the picture now. Oh. But um, And then I met Shay and his wife. Wait, and you said you talked to him about AFE? I did. I just mentioned it. Like, hey, I heard you're doing Shea FE. And he was very like, how do you know about that? That's so crazy that you know about that. I'm like, well, I just did this audition for America's Funniest Home Videos, whatever. And so we talked for a while. And then he put me in his vlog, which was kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. And then I met Marie Osmond. 
and Imagine Dragons and Neon Trees. And Are they Mormon? They are. Yeah. And who's Neon Trees? They sing that song, uh-oh, I want some more. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Um, that right? will be in my head forever now. Right? <laughs> Which is fine, though, yeah. because I've had extremes more than words <laughs> in my head stuck in, for like the last oh, four yeah. days. So this is definitely an upgrade. Oh, that's, yeah. And then Uh-oh, I'm trying to, th- oh, Sean Bradley was there, a couple other old school Mormon celebs. So it was fun. It was like a crazy night. It was really cool and crazy to see like all the people that you've known for a long time and now they all know who I am and we're very chatty and like, you know, suddenly I felt like I was on par, you know? Oh, yeah. Like you're, you're a notable Mormon now too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was cool. And then... um AFV has gotten in touch with me. Oh, good. And I'm going in in a couple of weeks to meet the producers and watch a taping and talk to them. Oh, I love that. Mm, yeah. Very exciting. exciting. Yeah. So cool. So I've had a great week, to be honest. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. So now what level of dressed up will you get? Because be- just before this started, Jenna said to me, oh, you look nice. You know, what were you doing today? And I explained that I went and did a podcast. However, this podcast... There's a bunch of producers there because they're trying to turn the podcast into a TV show. And they had to do a pre-interview. And in all my 100,000 million podcasts I've done, I have never had to do a pre-interview before. It was kind of weird. And when they told me, like, what they wanted out of the show, I was like, okay, well, now that's all in my head. Actually, the thought I had, and I'm being very vague about it so that I can um, talk shit. The thought I had was (laughs) this thing where you're pre-interviewing people and giving them direction is – possibly going to like squash the life out of your podcast if you care maybe not but it it just really it made it so that i had to be like okay i I get what they're saying but i'm also going to throw that away and just be myself because i just got to do me people who listen to podcasts are listening for authenticity Authenticity. exactly exactly but i've done the tv thing enough that i know that half the game though is doing what the producers tell you they want, even but oftentimes they don't know what they want. But the reason I decided to just be myself, and it, I think it turned out fine today, was because, first of all, this is not... The thing that I was going to do is not actually a TV show yet. They're just, like, doing practice runs for the TV show, which is not even going to include me. And I was just a guest. So it's like it really... I feel like the direction really should have been given to the people on the show, not to the guest coming in. But it's like, I wonder if producers see me as a mark because they're like, oh, she wants to please. <laughs> we'll just tell, we'll just get her to do what we want to, to happen in here. But anyway, so once I heard this, I was like, well, fuck, now I can't wear jeans and no makeup, which was my plan. And I felt like I had to just wear the whole costume, the whole Allison Rosen costume. Um, Randy, sorry, well, she, didn't, she didn't get dressed up for yeah. you. I know oh, that's what man. you were thinking. Well, then but... when I saw Randy, I was like, well, thank God I got dressed yeah. up. <laughs> I knew there was something important happening today besides this other thing. Yeah, so I um, I just – I don't know. I was just like I, – I just – meeting a bunch of producers who are turning a podcast into a TV show, which is something that definitely appeals to me, I should just put my best foot forward so I'm yeah, going to – Of course. Because it's a pain. Well, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that in such a bitchy way. No, the I understand. The reason is, you know um, – I didn't feel attacked. I understood. Yeah, it is. It, it's a it's a whole different level of like I was saying. I was saying to Jenna one time. I went to an audition. I did not wear my TV bra. It's a whole different. It's a Ooh. different set of bras. It mm. is. It's a craziness. There's so many different everything's. 
Yep. So yeah, what level are you are you gonna go for for AFD? I don't know if that's like Spanx level. Oh yeah, like, that's the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but maybe like somewhere in between there. I don't know. I want to be myself, so I want to be that like kind of girl next door look. I don't right. know. Is that myself? I don't really I, know. I saw but, a picture of you. What was it? Was related to Meet the Mormons. You were being interviewed in a movie theater or something. Maybe. I think maybe. And oh, yeah. And I had this jacket on. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I yeah. saw your shoulder. I saw you, you were wearing a denim jacket mm-hmm. or shirt. And I was like, oh, I like that. That's yeah. very approachable. Mm. Yeah. I think it'll be something like that because it's AFV and I'm like, I just want to. I don't really know, actually. I haven't thought about it yet. Now I'm worried. Sorry. It's okay. These are things you have to think about, unfortunately. But who are the people that get dressed to the nines every single day? They're the people that we were talking yes. about the last episode. Yes. Sorry, everybody. Those are, those are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week, because I had press every single day for Meet the Mormons, I mean, every single day, I had to do it, the whole thing. Every It was exhausting. It really is. You want to get to the level where you have people doing it for you, I think. It was a huge pain. It was exhausting. I had to bring so many clothes with me because you just never know. And I have to say, on Saturday and Sunday, I was super lazy, and it was the best. <laughs> you posted a photo of you yourself taking a nap, Huge, right? Huge, amazing nap. <laughs> it was the best nap ever. You took a photo of yourself napping? Well, Alan took it. Oh. He was, was like, like, that's yeah. amazing. I yeah. don't know how you do that. It was the best nap. It really was a great nap. I did wake up like I got hit by a truck. You know that feeling of like, I'll never be awake again. Yes. I'm so groggy. Yeah. But it's still okay. Well, see, people say if you sleep too much, you feel groggy, and that doesn't—I don't—that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> no. Well, when you when you do put effort in dressing up, don't you kind of turn it on a little bit more, though? Don't you feel more confident? Isn't that? Yes, but I'm resentful that I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was not cut out to be female. I guess. No. But I don't think I. No, I don't think it's that. No, no it's, it's not, not that. that. It's like when I was younger, there was just no question about it. If I'm going out, I should start. And my friends would be like, okay. Start getting ready. You, it, we're going out in three hours because at that point, that was before straightening your hair. So it would like I have to blow it dry, and I would get all sweaty and hot, and then I have to straighten it. Um, and it was there was just no question that if you're going out, you just take all this time and get ready and put on makeup and stuff. But now I think since I'm married and lazy, um, it feels like it's just when I know I'm going to be on stage or going to an audition that I want to get all dressed up. But I, yeah, I do turn it on more because I feel more confident. Yeah, that's, that's what I th- like I hear even, you know, for writing, you know, put some nicer clothes on even when you're sitting at your desk and writing because that I can't even imagine. Well, cuz like <laughs> when you're in your when you're in your PJs, you're kind of just, you know, just rela- and you, you get distracted and you're tired and I don't know, I, I think I don't know, I'll put on a pair of jeans. Oh, those are your apartment. nicer clothes. <laughs> <laughs> some, <laughs> that sounds really compared compared to the boxers and no shirt. Okay, let's say you guys let's say you take a shower just for hygiene sake but then you know you're not going to be going out what as do you put on to what? as opposed to because you're going out okay so then what do you put on after you you know oh, what i mean yeah. take yeah, a shower totally. blow dry your hair whatever and then you're really just going to be sitting around the house what you're, do you put on you mean like in for the night yeah uh or for the day <laughs> not much i don't know basketball shorts and a t-shirt maybe. that's what you're wearing now that's not fair. I have golf shorts on. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call these. They're non-basketball shorts. Right, because you don't necessarily want to burn through a clean pair of underwear. Right. I wear yoga pants and a t-shirt or like a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Comfy. Same about that. I would definitely not recommend a romper. That's probably your worst choice. 
I made the mistake of wearing one to a party the other night. And I, you have to take the whole thing off? To go to the bathroom? To go to the bathroom. What's it was a, a nightmare. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a romper is. Isn't it like overalls, it's like but a, not overalls? It's like a full-body outfit. It looks like a, yeah, it yeah. looks like a dress, but it's actually shorts, kind of. Oh! So it's like a one-piece thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like those. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with Gary in the basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm also basically just, that's what I wear to work, too, so... But I get a lot of stuff done, so I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> agree with yeah. with Chris's thing that you have to be well dressed to be a motivated I've worker. Heard that, I've heard we're, that. We're we're just imagine how much work happens. I could be getting done if only I put a nicer <laughs> shirt on. I well, feel like I'm just worked completely to the core as it is, and I, that's part of the reason why I just wear like a shitty T-shirt because I don't want to sweat through a nice shirt. I hear you for nobody when I'm just sitting in the back. Not right, for nobody. Well, that's true. That's for you, Chris. I'm around. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I just can't bring myself. It's like I'm, I'm, I live the extremes of either being all the way dressed up, all the makeup, uncomfortable undergarments, da da da, or I just want to be in my pajamas. I am it's like the middle. The it's the middle same. where mm-hmm. real life exists that yes. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I, I just totally don't like to be that. uncomfortable. Unless I'm so uncomfortable that I'm not going <laughs> to notice it because I'm on camera. I'd Penis rather be on camera or in my pajamas. Thank you. <laughs> Penis, Randy, in case you don't know, penis face is what I refer to sometimes having, <laughs> which is, okay, so occasionally a film crew will come in here and I will have no warning and I'll be like, not a film crew, but, you know, cameras and stuff. And I'll be like, I have no makeup on and my face is puffy and red. It looks like penis skin on my face, hence... I refer to it as I have penis face. That's what happens when I have no makeup on. Not always, but occasionally. Especially no makeup plus, like, slight nerves or something. Full-on, full-blown, swollen penis face. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what you mean to say, to finish it, is that we have the penis face calendar. Yes. (laughs) So we have to keep track of if there's going to be a crew showing up, uh, we are to notify you. Right. We Which never tried actually to do. created tried to do it. it. I know. I both you and Gary have tried to give me the heads up yeah. sometimes, so I appreciate that very much. Thank you. No problem. That's right. probably some niche thing that some dudes are really into. Penis Ladies face. With penis face. Uh, probably yeah. something not to Google. Yeah, don't Google that. <laughs> Let's buy a penisface.com. Oh, I doubt that one's for sale, bro. <laughs> Oh, what do you think would come I don't want to Google it, but let's just, just – what do you think would come up if you Google Make Kalen do it. He's going to look at it anyway. Penis I was on my way doing it already. Yeah, I can already see your hand moving. I mean to, to Google it, you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Let's do oh. iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes no. comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from Norm Walker, and it is titled, Highlight of My Week. Thursdays are my day to be out and about for work. I drive a lot of miles and start every day with the ARIYNBF show. Usually by mid-morning, I've finished off the Thursday episodes, and I'm sad it's all over. Then I'll switch to the Adam Carolla podcast, but it never has the same amount of lighthearted banter that I've grown to love with this podcast. I love all the team at Corolla Digital and hope you guys will someday stretch these episodes into 90 minutes. Norm Walker, River Falls, Wisconsin. Well, thank you very much for your nice comments. Occasionally, we do do a 90-minute show. We have. We've just gotten it a little bit tighter in recent days. But thank you so much for your nice comment. If you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. Uh, And perhaps we will read it. And thank you guys so much for all the nice comments and support. And I met a lot of people 
at the San Antonio show, and it was so nice to meet so many nice people. So thank you to the nice people. But speaking of not nice people, um, I received a shitty comment, which amused me, so I thought I would read it because, I don't know, it, like there's a certain type, i got to find it, there's a certain type of shitty comment that works, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to explain what it is about this comment that made it special. It's like, well, I'll just read it. You're doing a bang-up job. I know. <laughs> this is why I'm a communicator. So anyway, um, okay, so on the Adam Carolla show, I there's this, been this ongoing thing where I talked about the fact that I had a sexual-in-nature dream about David Allen Greer, although in the dream we did not have sex. So this this has been this ongoing thing. So then Dag, David Allen Greer, was the guest on the show, and there was a lot of talk about that. Okay, so someone came to my website to leave me a comment about... Me on the Adam Carolla show. About the last AC pod, can't post there. You are as ditzy, spazzy, vapid, whorish, whorish, H-O-R-R-I-S-H, as the Gentile, G-E-N-T-I-A-L. It took me a little while to figure out he meant Gentile. I was like, gentle? Genital. Genital, yeah. Slash waspy skanks that I remember from OC, which is very odd, considering (laughs) your extremely Jewish exterior. (laughs) I just, yeah. Is that the, right, is that the end of the hey, comment? That's it. Jesus hey, hey, go fuck yourself. It just wow. amuses me because it's like you're as dumb, you're as skanky as a wasp, but as fugly as a Jew. Because <laughs> you know, with the extremely, like ex- the or extremely Jewish exterior, that's the suggestion there. I think so. To that person, he can go fuck himself. I don't know why it amused me though. I think because it's so like. Um, I think because of the spelling. Yeah, <laughs> that might that be helps. what amuses me. Oh, it makes it, it's a lot. It makes it a lot easier when easier, somebody yeah. real dumb is the one, you know, passing judgment. Right. It's almost so bad it's good. It's yes, like, that's why. Yeah. I want, yeah. But don't you think this is someone who, to me, what when I read this, I'm like, here's someone who is super threatened by the idea of a white woman and a black man. It's some real jungle fever shit. <laughs> that whole bit on ACS was hilarious and unbelievable. Well, By thank the way. you. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Most people thought it was really funny. Yeah. But I feel like... It was. Because I feel like for this person to come at me, something is super threatening about that whole thing. Right. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's It's so much in jest. Like, people have even said, you know, what about Daniel? It's like, Daniel thinks it's really funny. It's so clearly a joke. Yeah. So, whatever. Should we do Just Mirror Everyone? Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? (laughs) Nice. All right. Sarah J says, Can't remember if I ever need AA or AAA batteries, so I end up buying both, just me or everyone. No, I end up with way too many AA and, like, no AAA batteries. I feel like I just have... We went to Costco once and bought the... Big pack of both. I feel like I'm Still drowning going. in batteries. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Way too many. Yeah. I just think the, I guess double A's are just so much more commonly in the drawer. I just always assume that I have plenty of double A, and I just assume that I never have triple A, even though I, there's nothing logical to back that up. But I just assume <laughs> there's no way I have triple A batteries. Triple A is making its way out. Um, I mean, the only thing. Or are they the, the penny of batteries? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I won't even bother to pick one up when I see one on the ground anymore. <laughs> Wait, I would call the nine volt the penny of batteries. Aside from kids' toys, I can't remember the last time I needed a nine. nine volt. I use a nine volt in everything. Has the two ends. Yeah. No, I, I nine volts are huge in music. It's like all the oh, okay. all guitar stuff, all my pedals, everything is like mm. you need nine volts. But anybody else? Nope. Nope. Just my Teddy Ruxpin. I have a ton of nine <laughs> volts. Um, but yeah, the AAA. I remember I had a wireless keyboard and mouse where the mouse took double A's. And then when I'd go change the keyboard, I had a triple A. It's like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> but other than that, and then a remote control, which I think are starting to move to double A's as well. You don't, Yeah, triple A's are, are going. Do you guys going have the, the thing D's. that we have, which is the drawer with the batteries is really heavy and hard to open? Yes. Yeah. It's also crammed with a bunch of other junk, too. Yes. See, my girlfriend was smart. She bought, like, a Tupperware thing that we put all the batteries in and then that's just up like on a closet shelf that is smart yeah it works great super it's not so heavy that you can't take it down and it doesn't affect the drawers at all remember rob schneider came in one time and we had a thing of batteries open like an open container of all of our like half used batteries that you know we're still a little bit of juice in them that we you know we take for and and they just stacked up because nobody ever used them anyways and he comes in and he looks at me i've never met the man other than this moment and he says like are you nuts are you effing crazy we're all breathing that air and like he like kind of freaked out on me a little bit because of these batteries like being out in the open we're breathing it we've had a lot of kind of ocd guests come in but i don't i mean i totally remember is, both the batteries he's anti-vaccine yeah is there stuff coming off the batteries that you know i don't know i don't know breathing? if he was right or wrong but I closed it. <laughs> well, you're supposed to, like, recycle batteries, like, in a special place, right? Or am I making that up? No, that's no you're not. Yeah. yeah, You're not supposed to throw them away. So, what, what are you are supposed you? to do with yeah. them? I, pr- I think they technically you're supposed to take them to, like, electronics waste places, like what you do with old computers and shit. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually does that, though. Mm-mm. Battery but, acid nope. is supposed to be super bad, too, right? For your well, what? Well, that, yeah. yeah. Like, if, like you ex- if a battery explodes, you shouldn't, like, touch it and then lick yeah, your fingers, exactly. you know? <laughs> Did you don't say do for, that. For your uh, what? <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, for your what? <laughs> that seems so in contrast to, I feel like you would just err on the side of safety. No? Well, he said battery acid is really bad for, for you, and I said, for your what, meaning, like, if you touch it, or if you inhale it, or if you like swallow nothing it. nothing you do with it could be good, though. Okay. I've, will it eat I'm... through your skin? It's not, like, it's not that acidic, is it? Uh, I think enough of it will, because I feel like I've heard some terrible stories about, you know, somebody throwing battery acid on somebody else. Jeez. Scorn lovers and shit. Speaking of, do you guys... Speaking of... <laughs> This better you, be a spot for scornedlovers.com. Do you guys remember a show called Divorce Court? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was scripted. Um, and there were, there were all these scripted court shows a long time ago. I didn't know it was scripted. Yeah. yeah if, if, it's the one, if it's the one that I'm thinking of. And then maybe there was an actual divorce court that was more mm-hmm. like people's court. But there was like divorce court and superior court and all these scripted court shows. I think they said they were based on real cases. But there was one case where a guy had thrown, what's the acid? Hydro something? Chloric? Yes, hydrochloric acid in her, in like a woman's face or something. And then um, he was on the stand and he was on the witness stand and someone threw acid in his <gasps> face. It was, again, it's fake. But oh. it ha- I was very young when I saw it and it totally haunted me, this idea of someone throwing acid in your face. Scary. No, getting acid in the face is definitely battery. one of my top fears. I don't want acid in my But you face. know what is good if you get acid in your face? Water. Water will wash all the acid away. Oh. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, bring the acid on then. <laughs> <laughs> Make okay. sure you have a water bottle close by, Chris. 
That's I what actually, those showers are for, like in all the chem- oh, yeah, chemical sure. labs. Yeah, and the eye wash. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think I was going to share this, but what the hell. I got a drop of dog urine on my lip. And I remember literally thinking yesterday, I hope it really is sterile because there's no dog urine on my lip. And the way it happened, how did it happen? Wendy, new puppy, had peed on a dog pad and I had the pad in my hand. And I don't know why I like shook my hand though. I think I thought it was all like sopped up. But I don't know, somehow I made, <laughs> I made some motion with my hand where it like splattered. And I was like, yeah, definite dog urine on my lip. Maybe if, it's good luck, like when a bird poops on you. <laughs> Perfect. Little dog urine on I the lip. I hope so, yeah. because like, I also got her poo on my thumb, which wow. was disgusting. Uh, so <laughs> If their saliva is cleaner than, than ours, their urine's probably cleaner, too. Right. So it's not as bad as getting human urine on your lip. I've never Doesn't had that. Doesn't that make that. you feel better? Yeah. I mean, that I know of. That I've never had that. Okay. Jason Dick says, I can tell if a TV is on even if it's muted and the monitor is black just by the high-pitched buzzing it makes. Yes, I'm very aware of high-pitched totally. buzzing. Totally. There's also yep. like a – you can just see the backlight. Yeah, you yeah. can. Of a, of a black screen. At least my, my eyes are trained to do so. Mm-hmm. Boner Genocide says, <laughs> <laughs> not, sh- not sure if my headache is from too much coffee or too little coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have that. Well, I don't have that for coffee, but I've had that with Coke <laughs> in the past. When I was in the recovery room after my recent surgery um, – I had the worst headache. In, I had been under general anesthesia, and I had the worst headache in the world. Maybe not the worst in the world, but pretty bad. And I was, I was really out of it. Um, and I said to the nurse that I had a really bad headache, and she said, do you drink coffee? And I said, yes. And she said, did you have any today? And I said, no, because you, know, you can't have anything past a certain hour or whatever. Um, she's like, that's probably it. And I was thinking, I suspect that's not it. <laughs> I suspect since I'm coming out of general anesthesia and just had surgery, my headache is not from not having caffeine this morning. <laughs> yeah. But I could be wrong. <laughs> There's some other factors at yeah. play here. <laughs> it was so weird that she was so sure that's what it was. I've never made a connection between coffee drinking and headaches. I didn't even realize that was something that... People say that it can yeah. be ca- caffeine withdrawal. Yeah, that's that what causes they is, headaches. Yeah. I just, for me, any headache that I get is always like sinus based to me, mm-hmm. you know, or like I just assume it's more of like a stress thing. I don't think it has anything to do with coffee, right. but now I should really think about it. Or too much tequila from the night before. Right. Yeah. Whiskey, but yeah. I'm lucky enough that I don't get headaches very often, but when I do, I really feel them. Yeah. But I, are you someone who gets headaches often? Uh, yeah. Mostly of the like sinus variety, like I get really bad headaches just a few days before I'll inevitably just kind of start being a little under the weather. Um, but I mean that's that's about it. I don't think it's normal. I mean, I yeah, I guess I wear glasses too. I don't know. Oh right, I, yeah, I got yeah. headaches that could have to do with that. Yeah, I get those. But again, I never thought about coffee playing a factor. But I just I have like a small, not even a full mug of coffee most days, and that's about it. How then much you, do you have? Yeah. It's like a half cup of coffee. I don't need that much. Just a little bit. In the morning? Yeah, just in the morning, yeah. A little bit of hazelnut creamer. Who only, <laughs> has, who only has half a cup of coffee? I can't even fathom this. Yeah, I mean, I guess sometimes I've poured like a full cup, but most of the time I just, I don't know, if I get it about halfway through. I'm like, man, that's fine. Just need a little bit. Just something to get me going. <laughs> Still managed to drop his laptop charger into it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sad. That you was dropped a while. your laptop charger. Yeah, in that was coffee? a little while ago. I don't. It was like a weird thing where you know the charger that usually plugs in. I don't remember if it came off and then in, or I was trying to go in. It uh, 
Yeah, thanks for reminding me of it's that. It's all ruined. Yeah. I no, I actually ended up being fine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yep, well. sorry to squash that story. <laughs> Charger was fine, everybody. Randy, headaches, coffee, chargers, anything? I'm not a big coffee drinker. I'm more of a soda person. I pretty much start my day with a bucket of Coke Zero. Nice. And I, I think I would get a headache if I skipped it. Okay, so you prefer Coke Zero, mm-hmm. but you prefer, Jenna, prefer Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Yeah. Oh. I drank Coke Zero recently. It was not the worst. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. If there, if there were no calories involved at all and you could have a regular Coke or a Diet Coke, would you still prefer the I'd flavor still pick of Diet? Diet Coke, yeah. See, I would love the regular Coke and then Coke Zero came out and it's just like Diet, but it tastes like regular. Right. But I've never – I grew up drinking Diet Soda my whole life. Even growing up as a kid, my mom only bought Diet Soda. She would actually buy Diet Caffeine-Free because she didn't want caffeine in the house. So we had a fridge that was our dedicated soda fridge. It was only diet sodas. So I only had a, like a taste of regular Coke maybe in college. Like because I just never. Just I experimenting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> having some fun. I'm trying to be a rebel. And uh, I did not care for it. It was like so strong syrupy. and so syrupy. I just couldn't take it. Yeah. So wait, was that a big, bold move when you switched to caffeine? No. What happened was, I know the genesis of the caffeine soda situation. Uh, there, there was a summer when I was home from college that McDonald's sold their large sodas for 69 cents. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they don't do caffeine-free? And they don't do caffeine-free. And so I just started drinking one, like, every day because it was so cheap and it was just, like... A habit, and then I just got used to it. And now, if I'm in Utah, they usually have caffeine-free available at a lot of the fast food restaurants. So I will do a half and half so that I'm not drinking as much caffeine. And then at home, Alan and I buy both as well so that I can drink Diet Coke at night, but I don't have the effects of caffeine. What it's is, a ridiculous. What does Alan do? He drinks both. He'll drink caffeinated soda. Yeah. You guys are crazy. We're wild. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan loves reefer. Says whenever I take <laughs> whenever I take vitamins whenever I take vitamins before bed, I have crazy dreams. Just mirror everyone. That um, could be the reefer. <laughs> right. It might not be the vitamins. I don't think I've taken a vitamin since <laughs> like like Flintstones chew tablets when I was like seven years old. I'm with you on that. Skittles I know that aren't I'm, vitamins. Yeah. yeah. But, they but if taste you do so take good. vitamins, isn't it more of a morning thing? Right. You're supposed to take it in the morning. Yeah. Or I guess you maybe would take one before you go to bed. Maybe. But you're right. I would say traditionally. Yeah, you take it in the morning. I now take them at night. I, mm. I was a morning person with the mm. vitamins. Well, I was actually a no vitamin person. But then um, if you're trying to get pregnant, they want you to be on vitamins and stuff. And before that, um, I, when I realized – sorry, I don't, I don't know why I'm going to all my medical shit. Um, it's just minor shit. I realized I was a little bit anemic, so I had to take vitamins for that. But so anyway, I take them at night though because they make me a little bit nauseated. Mm. So I figure I'll just puke in bed. What okay. about the what about like the gummy ones? I mean, I don't know if you've had the the gummy vitamins map. I'm about to drop some null on you right now. They make these <laughs> these like they're like gummy bears, and you just pick like you just pick two flavors you want. Yeah, and it just tastes like you're eating candy for breakfast. But they don't have iron in them, so if you have heavy periods, Matt, I would recommend against them. <laughs> wow, oh, yeah, I can't Sorry, speak I didn't for think myself that. on that one. But hold on, you just eat a handful of gummy bears, quote unquote gummy bears, for breakfast. Okay, I don't. Yeah, take t- that just null. two. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's good and all. But yeah, it's great I feel, if they I feel taste the... like real gummy bears, how do you stop it? Too no, yeah, you, you, I mean, right. don't. That's what I'm wondering. I would like totally OD on those in a fucking flash. I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring you some. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll OD together. What flavors? We're, we're going down together. What flavors? 
I, I don't know. There's cherry, okay. orange. Good. Oh, stop me at cherry. Oh, cherry. All right. yeah, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> all right. Andre says, when I'm watching a canceled show on Netflix and loving it, I feel bad that I didn't watch it when it was on TV. Eh, hmm. I don't really have that. Only if it got canceled. Yeah, I get that if like I'm getting towards the end of it and I want to know what's going to happen and I know it's already been canceled. That's frustrating. Does anyone remember a show that was only on for a season called Kingpin and it was yeah. about a Mexican drug lord? That was good. It was good. There's no way it was good as the movie Kingpin. No, it was... Which is about an Amish bowler. Definitely not. Yeah. Not <laughs> good. If Kingpin was on Netflix, I would feel bad for... Except that I did watch it. But that one, I feel like... I wonder why they could... That and Swingtown. I used to like that show, too. I wouldn't even watch a series if I know it got canceled now. Just because why... There's no ending, right? Well, no, there is an ending. Yeah, but what ending of a show oh, is really that saying. satisfying anyway? That's how I feel. It's like, huh. I'm always disappointed with, like, even series endings, eight seasons in. I always yeah. feel like the ending is like, well. Ooh, that's a good. Do we have the TV talk thing? Song? Okay. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV, 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 TV time. TV time. TV, TV, TV time. TV, 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 TV time. Sorry, wrong drop. <laughs> what were you trying to play? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What series and finale wasn't disappointing? What Le- were some good wasn't? ones? Yeah. Can we even think of one that felt satisfying? Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. The Shield. Six Feet Under. Battlestar Galactica. I haven't finished any of those. I thought Arrested <laughs> Development at season three, like the third season, the Fox broadcast of Arrested Development, as sad as it was to see that go. Mm-hmm. Fantastic finale. Yeah, I guess Breaking Bad was good. I mean, I was sad to see it go, but I guess it was good. It's the comedies that I think don't end well, except Maybe for that's, Arrested yeah. Development. Parks and Rec was a disaster, even though There's it's not finished. Yeah. But Leslie's gone. Not necessarily. Yeah, Come she's on. gone. She'll be on the show. She's not in it. She'll be in episodes. Mm. She'll absolutely still be on the show. Unless Sounds you like have someone it in has black information. And white. I don't. No, nah, I'm telling you. <laughs> there's no question. I have no doubts. I'm trying to think of other... Where, you, well, where are you basing your information? I just... I would say that... Just your gut says that Yeah, yeah. Be it would it? be like, like you're going to say, oh, Walter White's not going to be in the last season of Breaking Bad. You can't... Even if they're not the center of the show. The OC totally took away important characters. Oh. Yeah, they did. The yeah. All right. Well, listen, I, I haven't what been versed in that show What they're going to do is dumb things like well. phone calls or Skype oh, combos. Offset. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, though. Because I we feel like what I'm thinking, the parallel popped into my mind is like an entourage where there's an episode where Vince fires Ari, the agent. And at that point, you're like, oh, is that he's not as Asian anymore? He's going to get a new Asian character. Does that mean the agent's not on the show anymore? No, there's still plenty of time on the show dedicated to that character. And eventually that character comes back around. Not to say that Amy Poehler would necessarily be back in the city or whatever at the end of the series. But I just feel like it would be weird to not. She's like the heart of that show. What did they do with Steve Carell when he left the office? He Did he still come back at all that no. last season? No. He was in the finale. Oh, was he? There yeah, you go. yeah, it was a spoiler. Yeah. That's a spoiler. But yeah, he was in the finale, um, and they they even did went to the press and said he wasn't coming back and everything. So it was a surprise for for everybody. Mm, yeah, well, but smart. I would. But listen, if he only shows up in the finale, if Amy Poehler only shows up in the finale, I would be surprised. I feel like she's still going to be 
part of the show, but what do I know? Have you guys been watching Homeland? Nope. Nope. No one? I've seen the first two of Of this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I was, we had them sitting on our DVR for a while because I was like, I'm over Homeland. I did not appreciate the last season Mm -hmm. and I feel like it lost its way, but I'm back in now. You? Yeah. I felt the same. I was disappointed in last season, but that show was so good that I'm giving it this season to it win really me back. It really was. That first season was so good. Yeah. What was the consensus for the Bob Newhart ending? <laughs> oh my gosh. Because that's pretty I infamous. only know about it from hearing from, about because it. Because mm-hmm. of the... Okay. Yeah. I feel... And it turned out... And we can spoil it because it's a thousand years old. <laughs> it was all a dream, right? Yeah. He yeah. wakes up next to his wife and says he had... If that was dream. the first one to do that, that's okay. Because I feel like a lot yeah. of shows did it subsequently. Well, I, th- I think it was the first one, wasn't it? I don't know. I kind of don't like when they yank the the rug out from under you like I that, though. I, no, I, I've told Matt I hate all dreams, all things yeah. dreams. Yeah. yeah, it's bogus. Wasn't St. Elsewhere all a child's dream? Do you guys remember that? Oh, show? yes. Am I dating myself? I think there was something you are, but I think Is that there... the one where he's in an autistic kid's snow globe? Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah, and that I, gives me chills I know and twist makes endings. me feel <laughs> nauseated yeah, hearing that. I don't know that. about that. Oh, gosh. Creepy. Yeah. That's taking it in a... Oh, speaking of creepy. Dan... And we have to finish just me or everyone. But Daniel was telling me about this article he read about extreme haunts, which are haunted houses, but they're these like private... I think that's what they call them, extreme haunts. They're private haunted houses where you go in and they totally fuck with you for like eight hours. And he was watching these videos and there's one, this like ex-Marine guy who had a black eye and a fat lip and he was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I said to Daniel, this doesn't sound real. It sounds like marketing. It sounds like the Blair Witch, like, I'm so scared, you know? Mm. And he's like, well, they are using it as marketing, but he thinks it is real. Anyway, it sounds fucking awful to me. Like, they make you eat worms, and they fuck, they basically torture you for eight hours, and, peop- and it doesn't even cost anything, which is also weird. There's one down in San Diego, the guy who throws it, Okay, I'm paraphrasing all this, and it's secondhand because I didn't read the article. But the guy who throws it is, like, super big into Greyhound Rescue. So all it takes to get in – well, they, they like, handpick you. Only a certain number of people are allowed to go in. But the price of admission is dog food or something, so you're not paying for it. I don't know. The whole thing – it sounds illegal to me. That sounds crazy. I'm kind of curious about this now. I mean, I've heard of – like fun things that they do during Halloween time, like you this can go. Sound fun. Well, listen, <laughs> if you're in, it's like a, it's a certain sect of people who Are have a more extreme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would say even I've heard of like terror sleepaway camp where you can. It's all interactions and recreations and stuff, but you get to go and you're basically part of a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and you know you're at like a haunted slumber party. Sounds like it could be. Kind of awful. fun for the right people. I really don't like but, any of that. No, there's no part of that. Yeah. that but I want the to whole be in. like black lip and or black eye and swollen lip and stuff that sounds really crazy. No, to me. I, I feel like that sounds really highly yeah. illegal. So I was cast in this little movie short that's a horror action thing mm. where I will be. I don't want to give anything away, but I think I can't. Well, anyway, there's a my character is supposed to be scared. And I was thinking, I will have no problem acting scared because I think I literally will be scared because, oh, sorry, I, I should have added that it takes place at a haunted house. 
I don't know what level of extreme haunted house. I think just a regular haunted house where they can they touch you, but that. you can't <laughs> touch them. But it's a movie, though, so it's not real. I'm telling myself. Okay. But my scene is outside of the haunted house, but I know I'm supposed to be scared. But I know that I will be scared. I'm actually worried about being scared, being even too though. Real. Yeah. Too <laughs> too method. No, I'm worried. Cut. Cut. You're being too real. <laughs> Calm down. We don't want that much crying. <laughs> Get it together. God, you're being too real. <laughs> Think of something that takes you out of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of that place. No, but I'm normally I would steer clear of any sort of haunted house. And even if it's a mock haunted house that's a set, because I was explaining this to Daniel, he's like, well, they're not going to make the whole thing. Just, they're not going to put up put up the whole haunted house just for you, just for your scene. And I was like, but I think it's a very short shoot, so they probably will have the whole thing set up. I'm just hoping that it's filled with things that make it clear that it's a movie. Well, isn't it also going to be missing walls and you'll be able to see cameras and stuff? I hope. Like, that's going to take you a little bit out of it. It'll I'm hoping it will. But if just Chris saying, wasn't it in an autistic child's snow globe, <laughs> makes me want to crawl inside myself because I feel creeped out, even though that's not even creepy, it's just... It's surreal. It's a, little creepy. Creepy. it's a little yeah, creepy. It's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> if that can make me scared, yeah. then a haunted house, even though I'm seeing cameras, will also make me scared. You could be the, the next great horror actress because of <gasps> the, fear, genuinely the genuine fear that you bring to the role. I would never go see the movie. All your How's movies, your scream? All the, the budgets ready? of all your movies would be out of control because like they just have to okay, do 50 good. takes for you to be less scared. But Actually, when I feel like they my scream it. is probably like this. What? <laughs> I feel like it would be really not a scream at all. Just like, oh, that's probably I would have true. To practice screaming. Kalen, turn the mic off. <laughs> he has that drop. What is that? Uh, just says scream. That's pretty awful. I've never scream. heard that. Yeah, it's pretty. That one's pretty hair raising. Yeah, I don't like that. Either. I don't either. I wasn't happy about that. Kalen, what do you find for penis face? Uh, just a lot of people with. Penises for noses. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That group. All right. Benjamin May says, just mirror everyone. When on a conference call, the line opens and the line opens and the leader asks if anyone's on, I wait to announce so I don't cross talk. Yes, that is always a clusterfuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is weird. The, the problem is that you get cued to announce yourself, but nine times out of ten, the call has already started. So as soon as you it's like Matt, like you know, it's, and it doesn't, it's not in real time. Right. So you start to hear the conversation, and then you hear Matt come over the conversation, <laughs> and you realize, like, all right, thanks for making me interrupt them. If you let me hear the conversation, I will introduce myself at the right time. I always feel the need to act really enthusiastic when I'm on those conference calls, like. You know, the, oh, thank you so much for joining the line, Allison. This won't be long. Thanks for, you know, da da da. And I'm always like, hey, thanks. <laughs> I just feel like I really have to overdo it. And I, Gary's been on these calls with me. I don't know why. I, I don't know if I'm overcompensating, but uh, I, yeah, I just feel the need to be, I'm not my authentic self on these calls mm-hmm. sometimes. It's. It's I, hard. They're all awkward to me. I, yeah. I hate them. I dread going on conference calls. Yeah. The reason why it's hard to be authentic on those calls is because if you were being authentic, you would be very bored. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, right. I can't exactly be real right. on this call because if I was, I, you'd just be hearing me typing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to do conference calls in your work? I do. I feel like I put on this combination of like robot series slash what I think a professional lady should sound like. <laughs> so I'm like, hi, this is Randy. 
<laughs> what do we, let's talk about the design. What did you think of the composition? <laughs> oh, do you answer your phone? This is Randy. I do. Wait, how does everyone here answer their phones? Gary I, Smith. Uh, hello? <laughs> yeah, I just say hello. I'm now uh, in a hello. hello. I'm in a hello phase of my life, but I have been in a this is Allison when I worked at an office, that's how I answered. That's yeah. when I had an office phone at like Daily Show, then it was this is Jenna. Yeah. But now with just my cell phone, it's like voicemail, voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you back. But I still do the thing. Wait, maybe I do. I'm trying to imagine. Yeah, it's rare that I answer my phone, but let's say I, I know who's calling. If it was Jenna, let's say I was I would Hey, that's how I would say yeah. it. I, I wouldn't do the hello and make you announce who you are thing. That's different. Yes, right. absolutely. That's yeah. only for the unexpected call, but you still happen to know who it is. Yes. I'll usually, if, if it's Claudia, I, I just say the person's name is, my age, like, ring, 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 Allison Rosen. And then, you know, when I, when I say your name. That's good. <laughs> just cut, cut, cuts it all out, all that other small talk. It you lets know them are. know, yeah, you know who they are. It's good. There was someone who recommended some sort of productivity, motivational, someone or other, or maybe just someone's dad. I don't know. But I feel like they recommended that's what you do. You let them know who. That you oh, yeah. know who they yeah. are. Yeah. So if Jenna, Jenna Kim Jones, like, I don't know. But it's, I'll say it nice. That's nicely. true. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Chris? I yeah. would say that if you called me. He does say that. There you go. Uh, I guess it's... hello? <laughs> <laughs> you know what totally gets in the way of effective communicating? Hair. Mm. That's right. Body hair, specifically. <laughs> All that extra body hair. Chris, you know, because you just recently got rid of your beard. Aware. But um, I would recommend the No-No Pro to you guys if you want to be removing some body hair. And let's face it, it's better to be sleek, especially when it's hot out. And um, just, especially, just especially. So no more shaving. Throw those razor blades out. No more embarrassing unwanted hair. No-No Pro is up to 35% stronger, faster, more effective than the No-No. And it is totally painless. So it's perfect for removing peach fuzz from your face. Ladies or guys, it's great for removing the hair on your neck or back. And the thing that I love about the No-No Pro is that it is absolutely painless. You just glide along your skin. It removes the hair. You don't even feel it. Like, literally, you don't feel it. I was afraid of it the first time because I thought it's... I don't know. I'm just afraid that this thing is going to burn and snap and, and make me um, make me do my little shriek that I did earlier. The one that sounds like this. Ah! <laughs> I was afraid I'd make that sound, but I didn't because I didn't feel it at all. Uh, so no more nicks, cuts, ingrown hairs. No, no, Pro works on all skin types, all hair colors, safe and effective for both men and women. And there's a special exclusive offer for you guys. You get the No-No Pro device. You get an exclusive facial kit. You get a snazzy travel case. If you order online, you get a free gift card. And the entire purchase is backed by No-No's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try No-No today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Oh, sorry. And the most important part... Here's where you go to get this. Go to nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Again, that's nonoprobestfriend.com or call 800-336-1665. Okay, back to just me or everyone. Missy says, is it Missy77, is it just me or does John Denver creep everyone out? No, I like John Denver. I I know the name, and I know there's a song or two of his that I probably know, but I could not <laughs> tell you the name of it off the top of my oh, head. Oh, weird. I was, for some reason, I was thinking Jim Henson. Why do I associate them? He was, was in the Muppet, Muppet movie, show. right? Yeah. Oh. I think he was in the first Muppet okay. movie as well. But I, but I like Jim Henson, and I like John Denver. The only he thing had those little about, creepy glasses, though. The only thing I know about John Denver is, didn't somebody light some award of his on fire on stage? Oh, really? Am I making this up? 
I don't know about that. I have that. no idea. Uh, yeah. So Charlie Rose or Charlie Rich was protesting a CMA win in like the 70s and apparently went on stage to present it to him and just lit it on fire. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's real soy bomb shit. When it comes to John Denver, I have to say, my husband resembles John Denver. Way cuter, I have, but he has a John Denver-esque look. And my coworkers one time took a picture of us out of a frame, photoshopped John Denver's face with my husband's, and put it back. And it took me a really long time to notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think amazing. weeks went by, and they were like, it's a nice picture. I was like, yeah, yeah. And they were like, do you look? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't see it. That is amazing. David Smith says, "Just mirror everyone. Almost throw out the last dozen pistachios, the ones I haven't eaten, the last ones I haven't eaten because they look like a pain in the ass to get open. Yeah, and then you get pistachio thumb, which is when you're struggling with the the you get shell. A little mark. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. I'd mean in that case, if I really wanted the pistachios, I would just get a hammer out or something." Like, do we really need to waste those? Are you guys? talking about the full closed ones, like the ones that are fully closed? The ones I think that are like that's a what bad he's oyster? talking about. Like most of, most of them have kind of like a pre-split almost, but you know, toward there's always a few that didn't quite get opened up. Do they just open up when when they cook them? How how do they get know. them semi-open? Like popcorn kernels. You know, like how weird it is. I think we talked about this. Like where you hear a song playing in the car and then like a couple days later somebody talks to you about that song or were you, you know, just talking about that... pistachios yes not <laughs> talking about pistachios but on tv on like a how it's made there was uh, i'm not even kidding like 15 minutes where we didn't know what else to watch and we were watching a special about pistachios <gasps> they talked about the different kinds of pistachios did they show the pink ones yeah, they yeah, absolutely did. They talked about like those all artificial coloring and you're supposed to not have the red pistachios. But there was a part of it where they were talking about the two different kinds of nuts. And they I think they do open up like the inside of the seed pod kind of gets fatter. Mm. And that's what causes the shell to split. Yeah. Mm. And they're supposed to be like a quality check where if it doesn't open up, if it doesn't crack open, it's not supposed to go in the bag. <gasps> Someone so, should be but, complaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. How, yeah. Imagine if they didn't open up and like that was someone's job is to crack to f- crack those babies yeah. open. Hero. That's one word. Uh, so what is the deal with the pink ones? It had oh god. Now, it had now some carcinogenic dye or something probably. Yeah. But why exactly. why was that the thing that they were pink? Do you, did they explain it? More I, uh, appealing. They did or? explain it, but I can't quite remember. It's something to do with like the pigment of it, and they didn't look uniform, and they decided to kind of color them all this certain way so that they would all look the same but ultimately uh, yeah there's like chemicals or something in it that made them not good gotcha and now that's it's all in maraschino cherries when you watch Mm -hmm. a tv special about pistachios for 10 minutes you don't think that you're gonna have a conversation about it where you're gonna need to recall the details yeah exactly i wish now that i'd watched that show a little closer it was just very weird that i happened to be watching that not that long ago (laughs) Well, thanks for nothing, for yeah. not remembering. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is what I bring to the show every week. <laughs> and lastly, Handy Copperfield says, anyone else just scalp head lettuce? Wait. Gary loves that one. As they scalp head lettuce, like head of lettuce, as they go, I don't wash it. I figured there are more germs in a day than in lettuce. Um, so I know what they mean. Like They're not like, washing it, just pulling off the outside right. of it. Scalping okay. is a terrible verb. For a head of lettuce, <laughs> or just anything, like I, uh, I, I shudder when I hear it. it's like what you know, moist is to most people. Yeah, mm. I scalped my lettuce. Ew, yeah, it, yeah. Now that you say it like it's that, yeah. 
I think with iceberg you can do that because it's so tightly, um, like the leaves are so tightly wound, for lack of a better word, that I think that you don't really need to wash it, although I would still want to. Yeah, I think it's just like an instinct thing. Just like, I think I'm supposed to wash this, but I don't ever do that good of a job washing yeah. my fruits and vegetables anyway. So I don't know what my washing is really doing. I just like knowing I did it. but Yeah. I like to spend too much for the lettuce that comes in a bag. Right? Pre-washed. Yes. Yeah. I hear that. Pre-washed, ready to eat. I still wash that stuff anyway. Do you really? Oh, Absolutely. I don't. I did, really? I did yeah. find a tiny little worm one time. Blech. I don't know what it was. Now it was I'm like a tiny clear filament of thread that was animated. I was like, That's what is nasty. this tiny nastiness? Jen- <laughs> Jenna looks like she's about to barf. Yeah, yeah I don't like Sorry. that. Mm-mm. I don't like that it was animated. Wash your pre Do you wash lettuce. Do you wash your watermelon? Hmm, no. Should you? But you well, yeah, because you cut the Cause knife cut and the it. knife goes into, I don't know if you wow. wash it. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm I not had like your watermelon kind of, recently, Matt. Uh, you certainly did. That's I okay. did not. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy who has like Purell and yeah, because I, I really don't care that much. But always, I just. What was my, the occasion that you had Matt's watermelon? <laughs> pool party. Pool party. Brought he some had, watermelon. He had extra, and he brought it to work. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, you also brought it to the pool party. Yeah. Too. Oh that's no, what I thought. That's what it was. Yeah, he had. It, he was just walking around with. A big old thing of water, cut, pre-cut watermelon. Do you have a pool, or was this no, the pool no. party at that guy's house? Exactly, yeah. The, the Price is Right guy. That's correct. What price he... is Right pool party. Pi- price is White? He's the announcer. Price is right. okay. He's announced for it, yeah. Was Mr. Belding there? Not that no, time. No, but I heard Drew Carey was. Yeah, Drew Carey was there. You heard that from me. I'm the one who said it on this show. There you go. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> Did Drew Carey have your watermelon? Oh, great <laughs> question. No, he showed up a little too late, but... If he's quick. listening, if he's listening, I'll be happy to send him <laughs> some watermelon. Randy, you went. Were, did you go to Jimmy Kimmel last I did. night? How was that? Well, I actually went the night before, so I missed Adam. Oh, but it was awesome. Shia LaBeouf was the guest, and he was really funny and kind of like understood that everyone thinks he's crazy and kind of went for it. And then there was Ti had like a concert thing. It was awesome. And Jimmy's wow. been so nice. I mean, everything everyone says about him is true. He's the sweetest, most generous, kind dude. So. Yeah, I saw great. you took a photo with him. Mm-hmm. Were you just in the audience, or did you have hookups? No, I had hookups. Um, Jimmy follows me on t- Twitter, and he's been r- just really kind and supportive of my comedy endeavors. And when I said I was going to be, that's in, so when nice. I was be here, you're like the next. Could you be the next Kelly Oxford? <gasps> I mean, I love Kelly Oxford. She doesn't follow me back. Follow me back, Kelly Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a dream. But yeah, that was a, it. Was great. So so wait, that's cool that he is supportive of. How did he find you, or you find him, or et cetera? He just said someone retweeted me, and he thought I was funny, and just started following. So That's so cool. Hey, that's Very awesome. cool. It's weird. I actually, so I like, I'm a really good sleeper. Like, I never wake up in the middle of the night, and I had this weird feeling. Like, I woke up, like, <gasps> and I couldn't fall back asleep, which is really random. And I checked my phone, and the first alert that came up was, you have a new follower, Jimmy Kimmel. And it was like, the phone somehow, like, woke me like something special had happened <laughs> yeah it was amazing so that's so yeah. neat so yeah. have you seen his house <laughs> we didn't get that he, we, he just shook my hand and pretty much was really just said some encouraging words about me pursuing comedy and that was the, i mean he was really busy but okay. i'll go to his house if he wants jimmy <laughs> well the reason i ask is because the sense i, I don't know him that well but i've met him a couple times super nice um but the sense I get is that he'll just be like, you, I'm going to make your career, Carson Daly. <laughs> you, I've picked you out of the ether, and you will now have an amazing – it just seems like he's, like, pulled so many people up with him, you know. So 
It seems like if he likes what you're putting out there, that's awesome. Well, he left it as if as if I could leave kind of an open line of communication. Like he gave me his personal info. He could see that I wasn't crazy, and yeah. So I think uh, maybe potentially, fingers crossed. But yeah, nice, way right. cool, way cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for doing the show, Randy. Thank you for dropping by on the show. Thank you for having me. This is uh, definitely one of my favorite podcasts. If I'd say my favorite, so. As exciting as it was, the whole Jimmy Kimmel thing, I'm. This is the ultimate, ultimate for me. So thank you for having me. Aww, you guys are the best. That's so nice. Thanks. I know. Um, if you're gonna buy something on Amazon, perhaps some pre-washed lettuce that you can go home and wash if you're Matt Fondelier. Click through the Amazon banner on my website. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. We have a ringtone available, which you heard earlier. Hey, hey, hey! Go fuck yourself. You need that. Just search Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone. Also, we have two special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, And the artwork done by none other than Randy, who you have been listening to for the last hour on this show. And then the second one with uh, Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the Thursday gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can, If you want to email the show, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCarolla.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter. Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith for Matt. Go to ThereWillBeSpoilers.com or you can just download There Will Be Spoilers on iTunes. Last week, I talked about uh, watching The Shining with the Bobo Boys. Oh, oh. The screening did happen. The podcast has not been recorded yet, so I have to tease that for another week. So this week, you can listen to There Will Be Witches, another Halloween-themed show with my girlfriend. Nice. All, All right. Fun. And um, Randy, where should we go to find you? You can find me at Randy Lawson on Twitter. That's Randy with an I. And the same thing on Instagram. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I'll be. <laughs> Very cool. And Jenna? Go follow Randy on Twitter and Instagram. Do it. Oh, thanks, at Randy with an I. Randy Lawson with an I, right? Yes. Yes. Chris? Um, thanks, everybody who uh, bought my live acoustic album. The uh, the one I released with Dawson. So yeah, chrislocksmile.com. If you don't have it, check it out. And thank you so much for the nice words that I've received so far. Awesome. And Kaylin? And don't worry about me. All right. We won't. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks everyone for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?
This is Corolla Digital.